Beers with Daves. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beers with Daves. <laughs> that was the best entrance I've seen yet. <laughs> the YMCA move? Yeah. Okay, so uh, thanks for uh, stopping by. Yeah. Subscribe, it. like it, comment on it. You don't know what we're talking about yet, but comment. Watch it. Yeah. You should probably watch it. Yeah. Or listen. Watch it. Okay. Yeah. Watch it, everybody. So, and if you're listening to it, just uh, just imagine us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're actually wearing the same color T-shirt. Um, I just want to set the stage on that. Yeah, Dave has been wearing it since day one, and I just recently bought mine. So, does that mean I'm trying to be like you? I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. No hair gel tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> you got to let it grow a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, today we have. This is very uh, fitting. Yeah. The Corona. We've got the Corona. Yeah, I actually got uh, some Bud Light uh, flavored stuff. And I was like, Dave, look what I got. And he hated every minute of it. And then I had to get a different type of beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me why. What do you mean, why? Why did you hate the Bud Light flavor? Well, you know what? I, I don't know why, because I actually like regular Bud. I've just never been a fan of any of their flavored stuff. Do we pour this in a glass? Like, I, I, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. not drank Corona out of a bottle. It doesn't. They're going to pour it in a glass. This is like our signature thing. Okay. I didn't know we had a thing. That's kind of nice. Yeah, we. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. You know what? Corona smells like shit. It's actually one of my favorite beers. Yeah, it smells like garbage. Yeah, well, so do you. Well, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a beer. <laughs> you put that over there? So this is from a local company based out of... Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> you support local. It's great. We're, uh, we live in a... Uh, Global economy. So, uh, yeah. That's good, man. This is what happens when you don't have the topic sheet up. No, I got the topic sheet right here. <laughs> you cheers them? Did you already have a glass? A drink? No, I didn't have a drink. There we go. You know, you stupid little... Mm. Did you have to do that noise? Mm. <laughs> I said, uh, not mm. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to make mine... <laughs> Those are two very different sounds. <laughs> I didn't mean to make mine more appealing than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what we got for topics today? Okay, today we're going to be talking about the definition of success. Uh, we're Did, gonna, do you want me to look it up, like that type of definition? Yeah, okay. like literally we're just going to read the Webster's <laughs> Dictionary for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Okay. What else? <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about uh, this whole concept of whether it makes sense to Google something versus just you know having a grand old good old conversation about something, oh. you know? Uh, we're gonna talk about stupid ideas. This was yours, and then uh, the last one was the last one that you got really excited about was also mine. By the way, no, I'm taking credit for that. Okay, one. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then uh, talking about stupid ideas and and how much we have them, I guess. Uh, which I, I, <laughs> if I, that's I, not apparent at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I meant like business, kind of like not even stuff that we necessarily took many steps for, but we've had a lot of ideas. Hey, are we gonna have a two beer tonight today? Uh, you mean you want the flavored one? Yeah, maybe. Okay, we'll see after this one. Sure. Then I'll text uh, Robin. And, okay, and she'll maybe she'll pick you up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, was that all our topics? Oh no, and we're going to talk about first impressions and how important they are, or maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out on Beers with Dates. Oh, I, my voice barely did it. <laughs> we can harmonize again. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing it. It's done. Okay. So, definition of success. What's your What's the definition of your success? Didn't we already Dave? do this one. We might have. Who cares? We're going to do it again. We're on episode 11, man. Jeez. I know. Let's check in on Sarah. Sarah, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Like, is this getting worse? Let us know in the comments below how you're doing, Sarah. Uh, yeah. You know what we should do, Sarah? You should come on and be a guest. We have a third mic. Oh, we do? We do. All right. We have a third mic. We don't have a third arm, but we can set you up on the table. Well, what we do is we'll swing the table this way, and we'll, we'll sit face to face. Okay. Actually, we'll be on one side. <laughs> Sarah will be on the other. It'll be very uncomfortable. I'm going to ask her directly yeah. why she likes you more than me. Do you want to know a secret? What? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell you the secret. She never said it. I made it all up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it so much. Yeah. Sarah, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Sarah's in on it though, just to be clear. Really? Yeah. She's a culprit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definition of success. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, feeling uh, fulfilled. Yep. Happy. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, that's about it. What else do you need? Like, it's very hard to say, like, like make a lot of money because that's obviously not really my. I'll, uh, it's tough because um, I guess deep down, a definition of my success very much is accomplishing things and making money and doing things like that. 
Um, Which is what makes you happy. Yeah. Correct, yes. And I love working and I love problem solving and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I love coming up with business ideas. Yeah. Um, but another component of it is, is just like the experience you have with your family and, 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 and just kind of the happiness you have, how fulfilled you are when you're, when you're home. Totally. So sometimes those two things don't kind of connect very well. Not always, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they can. I, I completely agree. Like the the definition of my own success would be would be very similar. I get a lot of happiness from building business. Uh, I get a lot of happiness from 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 helping people. Uh, I think that my definition of success would be helping as many people as possible first, and then uh, ultimately getting rewarded for that, mm-hmm. right? And having a good family life and all this type of stuff. Um, but talking about what I think the definition of success success is, I think whatever allows somebody to be happy, fulfilled, and living the life they want to live, uh, I, I think that would sum it up for everybody. I think so too. And and I think these one of these things where I, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. You know, heck, if you want to, you know, live on. If you want to be a, a painter, I don't know why I think that painters live horrible, but apparently in my mind I do. Okay, if any you know? painters are watching this, um, just do the comment section and we will send you a Beards with Dave's uh, sticker. Yeah, and, probably bring and, one. and somehow, because I think that you're not doing that great, I'll send you a copy of my book for free. <laughs> what, oh a, my what, God. what a horrible way to plug your book. Oh, I know. You're, I know. you're, you're not a, nice. I'm a monster now. Anyway, but you know, like what I mean by this is even if what, make somebody happy doesn't necessarily make them monetarily successful. I don't think that matters. Yeah. But then also the definite, um, kind of what you get into is what you think success is or what you want people to see. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of get in this little rat race of, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and Facebook is, is the kind of the version of that now, Instagram and all that different stuff, the social media aspect of how you present yourself to the world. I think can sometimes get in the way of your own happiness because you just want people to see you a certain way because they think that you think that's what's approachable and what people want. Well, and I also think that that's, um, I think it's a lot harder now to have individual beliefs, if that makes sense. I think, I think if you were to rewind time 30 years ago, there were a lot more individual people that were just happy doing what they did. Yeah. Um, whereas now, and I think this really had to do with the era of the the film industry and kind of the celebrity industry, if I can call it that way, really booming because now you you've got people that are super super wealthy, super super successful, very very famous that are living these lives that aren't attainable uh, by the average person, but of course they make it seem like it's attainable because that's how they become relatable, yeah, right. Uh, and then you've got you know everybody looking up to these people, going, "Wow, if I could only live that life." I need my Gucci sunglasses. I need my Gucci purse. I need my. <laughs> I knew you're all about that Gucci life. Yeah, my Gucci. Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> so there is a show on um, uh, Netflix called. Is it called Yummy Mummies? Yeah, I've oh, watched my. every episode. Of oh, Mummies. Man. <laughs> that might be so funny. The lady yeah. that said, "Yeah, I that. got the Gucci diaper." <laughs> The is Versace. It, no, Versace. It's yeah. not Gucci. It's Versace. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought about having a Burberry birthday party for my daughter, but... I, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Uh, honestly, that show uh, is just so funny. And, you know, it's one of these things where Robin's like, hey, like, like you know, it's just on and you just start watching. And the next thing you know, I'm invested in the characters, right. man. Like, totally just, you know, this is how it's got to go. Push present. So the big thing, you know, me, mommy, is yeah, you yeah, get a push yeah, present. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you give Robin a push present? Absolutely not. Yeah, what a shock that was. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you walked in and you're like, "You're welcome. I'm here." Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> talking about uh, talking about delivery stories. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever shared this. You've heard this story before. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, you can't, you uh, can't say this story. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to say this story. So we get <laughs> into the hospital, and uh, just to be clear, um, like I, I don't really get outwardly stressed out about things as much as as most people outwardly exhibit stress right and so i was taking this whole birth thing pretty easily and, and in fact I, I found a lot of it kind of funny um in a in a, in a very scary ish kind of way but anyway so we get into the hospital and <laughs> i don't know why okay all that i could think of the whole time was you know what abstinence is the only <laughs> way <laughs> And I thought that that was the funniest joke in the world. Robin would be like, you know, having her, uh, it's not called cramp, what's it called? 
contractions. Contractions. Thank you. She'd be having her contractions, like dying of pain, and I'm like, I'm like, love. <laughs> we, we should have just practiced abstinence. <laughs> it would have been good, but just to be clear, the doctors, the nurses, everybody hated me. I actually think that 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 in like the birth units, I think they despise men. Honestly, like they'd be sitting there going like, okay. You know, Robin, and I understand she's the pregnant one. Don't get me wrong, just to be very clear, okay? No, I, no, I think you're, you're taking the stance very strongly. Okay. This is uh, another mass conversation. Oh, no. The hospitals hate men. Oh, All right, Dave, no. Dave, continue this, please. But, but, you know, they'd be like, oh, do you have any questions? And then I would go to ask a questions, and they would literally ignore me. Yeah. They'd straight up ignore me, and it's like, it's my kid, too. You know? Is your, is your thing not working? It's because of all this, the testing, messing around. Like, I, think I, I think I did. Yeah, but look at this. Look at this. Why are you pointing there? <laughs> oh, no. I guess if you want to look at it. <laughs> it's because of your stupid <laughs> tangled thing. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't help it. But uh, <laughs> anyway. That's not the story I thought you were going to tell. Oh, I know. So we get into the delivery room at this point. I'm still going on with this. Okay, so okay. we get into the delivery room, and we had a uh, – so we, we hired a doula, which, by the way, anybody that, that is considering having a kid that's considering a doula, highly recommend it. What would you call her? Paula Abdullah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I also thought was the funniest thing in the world. But uh, so we get into the birth uh, room unit thing, right? And we had this. Uh, Wasn't the re- reasoning for them so you don't have to have, like, statistically, you don't get a C section? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So, well, first of all, um, yeah, that's what they kind of sell it, right? Is, you know, you get a lot of support and you get to, like, have, like, a birth plan that's more in depth than just you walking in there freaking out because that's what happens, right? Um, and they're there to support you and make sure that you get what you want and all this type of stuff. And, you know, they have a whole bunch of stats that show that, you know, it's like 40% less likely that you're going to have a C section. My wife had a C section, by the way. Um, yeah, stuff like that. But it was great, honestly, because Robin wanted the doula because the doula was the expert. I. I didn't really have to do much of anything. I just had to be there, which is way better, right? Uh, so my wife's in like the bathtub doing her little contraction thing with bobbers, and I'm sitting there napping. I didn't have a doula, and I didn't do anything either. Like I was the present, but it was in the middle of the night. I remember sleeping. Oh wow, you're a monster! Because the nurses did everything. Oh really? What was I supposed to do? Oh, my nurses were useless. So this is the we had I was a nurse. The nurse never left. Oh yeah. So so we had our first nurse, Jin, and Jin, if you're watching this, oh, you're a hero. Okay. Oh, I thought that was going to turn. No, 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 no. So, Jin, you're the best. Yeah, yeah. So Jin, our first birth nurse, whatever. Um, she was absolutely fantastic. So we get in there. Um, she was literally. She could have been a football coach. She yeah. literally could have been a football coach, man. Like they were doing the like the like the pushes, and they're like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, one, two, three, okay, push, push, push. It was it. It was intense, man. I don't want to do it as intense as I normally do it. Um, because I think the audio is going to die, uh, but it was crazy. And then our second nurse we had literally just stood around, yeah, D- did nothing. Uh, and uh, anyway, my wife uh, was in labor for like forty hours or something crazy. Yeah, man, it wasn't that long, but it was intense. Yeah, Robin pushed for over four hours, and then the time I remember, man, the the, the doctor because they did a shift change. The doctor comes in, okay, and now imagine I'm looking at your vagina, okay, and. Uh, and the doctor looks and goes, you know, tilts her head, and it's just like with this puzzled look on her face. And uh, <laughs> it's a great visual for everyone to see. And uh, <laughs> and she's like, so we can keep doing this, uh, or uh, we can go to a C-section. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the most hate, I don't know how we get on this, but anyway, the most angry I've ever been in my life, okay, because we had Robin's mother, we had my mother, my father and myself in this birth uh, pod, if you want to call it that. And the anesthesiologist comes and has to do like the big hookup for the C-section and is trying to tell my wife important information. And everybody is just talking and like screaming at each other. Not really, but they're trying to talk over one another. And all I remember is just raging the fuck out. And I was like, guys, like shut the fuck up. My wife has to hear this so she doesn't die in surgery. So I I visited uh, your... I don't know. Was it the same day or the next day? Uh, you would have visited on the Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So I was there, and I witnessed <laughs> how you reacted to your in-laws and your parents. So Dave, Dave was just so, he had no, he was so, like, you could say anything, and you went off. Like, no tolerance for anything. 
Okay, so fucking. Uh, so someone stupid. was like, "Yeah, back in our day, it's like the nurse would come in with an iPad or something." Yeah, and then your mom would say, "Like back in our day, they used to write on a piece of paper." <laughs> And you'd be like, yeah, back in your day, did you used to chase a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> you said an example like that maybe four or five times. Yeah, I was so fucking tired of it. Yeah. I was so tired of it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm, yeah. I was almost 30. I'm like, that's fucking 30 years ago. <laughs> like, that's so long ago. Why are we comparing the, the, these two things, you know? Yeah. And it all has to do with, oh, well, you know, back in my day, they, they, you know, they said that the baby should sleep face down. It's like, okay, great. Well, you know, they learned probably because of a, you know, a few thousand baby deaths that you should keep your kid on their back, you know? I'm just like, is this, fuck. Yeah, but that wasn't the way you were exactly wording it. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I get this. (laughs) I was a little tired, man. I was so tired that, uh, so we were driving back and forth from the hospital because, um, no, I mean, mean, like, one thing I got to say is that when you have your first kid, you really don't know. No, you don't. You have no idea. And, uh. So we would go to the hospital and they'd be like, yeah, you're not dilated enough. Go home. And so we'd go home. We'd sleep. And then like an hour later, my wife would be like, oh, my God, it's coming. And so we'd go and they'd be like, eh, yeah, not, eh, not still. And they're like, you'll know when you'll know. And I'm like, oh, and I didn't get that until you get it because you really like <laughs> it's a it's a light switch, man. Um, but uh, I was so tired driving back and forth in the hospital that the last time we went, I actually went there. My door was still open, and my windows were all rolled down when I went there the next day. I'm surprised nothing was stolen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, way, way to make that all about you, but how tired you were. Yeah. It was really <laughs> tough on me. Was that the point of the whole story? Yeah. <laughs> Robin, Robin, how dare you make Dave work that hard? If, you know what? You know how you would have been well-rested? How? If you abstained. abstained. I know. Yeah, I said it wrong. <laughs> Practice abstinence, yeah. yes. I know, I know, really. It's... uh yeah. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? So mean, uh, meaning of success uh, uh, trickled into Dave's about uh, st- uh, how nurses ain't men. I just, wanna, I just wanted to summarize what the point of that conversation was. Yeah. Actually, let me summarize. Nurses hate men, mm-hmm. and you are the most tired person in the birthing process. Okay. <laughs> What's the next subject? You've summarized it so well. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay, uh, Googling versus just having a good, all honest conversation. Okay. And I'll let you do this one because. All right. I deliberately like to guess and talk about things. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask people questions. I'm like, hey, what's the name of that actor that does this? Yeah. And it so makes me sad when they go, oh, let me check and they Google it because I just want to be like, I have a smartphone. Yeah. I can, I can look up this answer. Thank you. Yeah. But like, what else are we going to talk about now? Yeah. We could have spent 10 minutes trying to figure out that Pacey from Dawson's Creek is Joshua Jackson. Yeah. So there's just these little things and it doesn't have to be important. But I remember Jason, uh, my um, um, longest friend, met him in grade primary. Mm-hmm. We spent a long time, I, I think I said this before, uh, trying to argue whether or not I was pianist or pianist. Mm-hmm. And I picked the word pianist because it was immature. And we argued it, we argued it, we argued it for months. Yeah. And guess what? I actually have a memory yeah. from, from that. If we just looked it up and had a solution, then there would be nothing. What you would we talk about? Yeah. You wouldn't have an inside joke. You wouldn't have that experience. Uh, so I think that information is so available to us but it's so fun to like listen to a song and kind of try to guess how was the name of that i i i agree just as an aside and don't like get, get me don't let me get too far off on this uh elon musk says that uh the biggest uh technological advancement that we're going to have in our future is the connection between a computer and our brain because he says there's more than enough information ever out there um, you can learn anything you want to learn online. Uh, it's just getting to that information at a speed that's fast enough. Yeah. So you're, you're, we're going to be androids? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you would like really go for it quickly. Oh, hands down without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would. No? No. No? Yeah. You were... <laughs> Oh, okay. Great conversation. I was going to add, but it was just going to go into <laughs> the space that it wouldn't have went. Okay. Having conversations. I completely agree. I really, really like arguing, debating, having conversations. And, and it doesn't matter if people necessarily agree with me or not agree with me or if I'm wrong or if I'm right. I will literally argue a point that I know I'm wrong about just to play the devil's advocate side of things. You've never witnessed that on this conversation here because I've always been right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, just to be clear, I think go back audience. like two episodes, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> hey, can Robin? When you you message Robin on this, does she get in? Yeah, I can. Can you tell her to bring the beers? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. 
And then Robin can say hi to everybody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or she could do it last time where she like kind of snuck in and yeah, crawled and tried to stay out of frame. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I go to like um, my friend Ben's like Christmas party, um, I don't know the people at that party very well. And there's kind of two options of things that I did in my life. You go in, you look at your phone, you try to get people not to talk to you. I deliberately in the last maybe four years keep my phone in my car. Yes. I go in. I go, hey, everybody. How's it going? I usually dress like an idiot. It's a Christmas party. So whatever the theme is, I go hard. It gives me something to talk about. I eat a lot. Really? But, oh, yeah. I go hard on the themes. Like, uh, and, and I don't think there was one last time, but I wore a like a, like a red Christmas blazer and I wear a bow tie. And people love it. Yeah, of course they love it. Um, so it doesn't, doesn't hurt to walk in with some type of like icebreaker. Um, but, so a moral of the story, you go in hard. Okay, this podcast is our careers are over. <laughs> it was worse when we visualized where you were looking into my vagina. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> but the art of conversation, I think, is is lost. Absolutely. Um, but what I find is when I go and talk to people, uh, even people that kind of look like they don't want you to talk to, it seems like a lot of people are just really craving some type of interaction. The reason why they're pretending is they don't know how to start a conversation, but once they're in it, they almost don't want you to leave. Um, so that's more of like kind of like a networking at a party thing. Um, man, you know what? Sorry. I just, I just want to touch on something. When I was talking about, you know, people that didn't want to have conversation. Yeah, this is exactly was, was how that why you it, were right? simulating that? Yeah, it was for, uh, it was for <laughs> the, uh, it was for the podcast. It was a very good example. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> And you want to know the worst part about it? What? Didn't your fucking word you oh, said? Oh, I could tell. You didn't even do your normal, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. At least I didn't try. <laughs> but, so, you know what? Let's let's talk about that for a very, very brief second. So, you have this uncanny ability. I don't think it's really that hard um, of knowing exactly when I'm not paying attention. Oh, look, we have a guest. Oh, Robin. Oh, wow. This is Robin, really we were talking about you. Yes, we were. We're talking Dave about, was talking about how tired he was when you had a baby. Yes, and what the doctor looked uh, like when they looked down there when they were trying to see uh, if they were going to go for a C-section or not. Oh, <laughs> not not only that, it's in detail. Yeah. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, thank you. Now, Dave, do you want orange or lime? Lime. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> whatever <laughs> i'll drink it anyway <laughs> all right so what were you saying oh, oh yeah, you I have this uncanny ability of knowing when i'm not paying attention yeah i'm pretty good uh, yeah i'm not too bad at reading people yeah um well you also are funny because you're actually quite when you do pay attention you actually really pay attention and you have insight sure and you um, overstep and you like to have opinions and all that stuff when you don't pay attention, you just say phrases. <laughs> so, that, so especially when I'm saying something that I know would trigger you. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, Dave, I just think that I really earned to take a Friday off, which is a triggering thing to you. Because you'd be like, what? No, work. <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah, but, you know, I see, said the blind man to the deaf dog. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, yeah, he said one of his phrases. Yeah, he's not paying attention. <laughs> he's not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I think um, just like I left my phone over there and you didn't, mm-hmm. it's just an example of he's even having it around causes you to get out of the conversation. Oh, so absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I, uh, if you go to a, a networking thing, mm-hmm. do, would you ever consider leaving your phone in? I, I, it depends on what type of networking event. And that's not a good answer. Okay, so like, it's tough because you don't network very much. No. Um, okay, but what about parties? Do you ever go to any Christmas parties and stuff where you don't know people? Like, what about the Four Pillars conferences? There must be people that you just don't know that know that well. You know what's interesting, and uh, I I don't know if you really feel it with 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 your mortgage company and all this type of stuff, but when I go to uh, when I go to uh, the conferences, work conferences, and everything like that, I have an absolute blast. Like and I, I, everybody feels like family. Like I could probably call up any office right now, answer the phone, would shoot the shit. And really, how much time have we actually spent together? 
And, you know, talking about a broader conversation, this is really interesting where a common, uh, a common interest. interest really aligns people. And I think as a society, we're missing that. Yeah, well, even going back to the thing where you have nothing to talk about and you don't want anyone to look at you because you don't know what to say. When I talk to other mortgage people, it's very easy for me to go on to something and talk about it. Um, but it doesn't totally. necessarily mean that the conversation is very deep. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have to be. And actually, I think that not necessarily that, that deep conversations have to happen. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do an example. though. I could talk to someone, another mortgage broker, for probably a half hour about mortgages mm-hmm. and never once ask what their kids' names are. So you're just not progressing. You monster. In the, yeah, well, I'm, I am bad for that. Yeah. Um, but you're just not progressing with that person. So you go to a, a conference there. There's many people that are very friendly with me. I'm friendly with them. I like to see them. I genuinely love talking to them. I know very little about their lives. Yeah, but you're a weirdo, though, man. You're like, <laughs> you're like, hey, uh, yeah, it's really nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's, uh, that's like, yeah. Hey, do you just want to like come over to my house and like go to a party? Like, you can just come. It's cool. It's it's fine. And the next thing you know, you're getting roped into a friendship. Yeah, I like to make friends. Oh my god! And then here I am. Beers <laughs> with days. Not only do I like to friend, yeah, I friend hard. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, bud, how's it going? And they're like, good. Yeah. What, what do you need, Dave? I'm like, just driving to work. Yeah. <laughs> and before you know it, this is why I think that people are missing that communication. Sure. You look at my friend group. We have one very common thing. We talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I think that one of the common things is that I initiated it. Okay, I don't think that necessarily everyone in my friend group talks on the phone as consistently as then when I started talking. So, on the phone. did you feel like you fucked up when you uh, started talking with me when I started calling you every morning at like six <laughs> fifteen? Yeah, but still, why <laughs> did you want to call me then? Uh, I don't know. Good conversationalist. Well, just talking on the phone is just better than text. Ah, hundred percent. I absolutely despise text messages. Yeah, I hate it too. I it takes a lot of effort. Them. You know what it is? It, 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 you're right. It takes so much effort. Um, it's so easy to misjudge some somebody. Not only right? is it easy to misjudge, it's easy to try to tweak the way you say something versus oh, the real yeah. you. Like you say things all the time that is like not necessarily like probably the perfect way to say something. Me too. Sure. Can you give an example? Um. Well, you you said off the cuff um um that uh, nurses hated men. <laughs> I don't necessarily know if you were going to be talking um, to this group of people through email or text, if that was been the exact way you would have worded it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. I think there is, well, and, and this goes back to like intent versus. versus. And I, I'm just going to nip something in the butt because I'm a little bit of a HR PR person. <laughs> um, Dave clearly doesn't think nurses hate men. So let me, okay, continue. All right, <laughs> Dave, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I think that. Uh, I think that. Uh, yeah. You're, but funny on tone mm-hmm. because you can tweak and you can try to kind of hone in on what you say in text message. Totally. I get myself in trouble way more saying kind of slightly off color jokes through text or email than I ever do in person. And it's just the it's the way you say it. You know what though? It's uh, I've, I've come to this. Uh, I, I'm very much a person that I would say for 99% of me, uh, when I say something, and not necessarily, again, I say 99% because clearly I don't think that nurses hate men. That's not my point I was trying to say. I was <laughs> saying in the moments, okay? Um, but, like, you know, you, we'll be talking, right? And I do this with other people. You'll say, oh, yeah, so uh, I did this, and I go, sure, Right? Uh, everybody else in my life thinks that I'm just like dismissing what they're saying, but actually I'm just like, yeah, like, okay. Right. Yeah. Rock on. That's good. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Um, so I, I, in text, if I was to say, sure, people think I'm lying. Yeah. Like I think they're lying rather. Right. It's text message is so weird, man. I just wish it would just burn. (laughs) Okay. You're opening much more up into your belief systems. The longer this podcast goes about, about text. Yeah. (laughs) It's just the way you say things. Our first couple episodes, we were so PC. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. I had a uh, thought. What was before that? What were we talking about? Like Oh, tone. Okay, uh, okay so yeah. let's just swearing, for instance. I, I, I have a very good way, and I can do it in business, so I'm not necessarily swearing, but I could say uncomfortable things in a funny way and get away with it. 
Sure. Uh, and it makes me it makes me more approachable clients. I can I can help clients through some uncomfortable situations, like let's just say debt issues where I have to an example, somebody has ten thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. Yep. The ten thousand dollars worth of credit card debt is a is a is a reaction to something, whether or not it is cash flow issues, Absolutely. a dog being vet bills, something. Some Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Having that conversation, when I go, if I pay off your credit card, I'm not fixing the problem until I know what the problem is, and then we can try to plan for it, mm-hmm. is uncomfortable. Totally. If I try to have that conversation through email, sometimes clients stop talking to me. Yeah, of, co- of course, right? Because, because like, I think that I think that email is so formal that it comes off condescending sometimes, and it's not. Yeah, so if I say to someone, I go, all right, so often we think that paying off a credit card um, is what fixes the problem, but what we need to figure out is whatever the root cause of it is, uh, just so we make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Okay. So if it's cash flow issue, how do we fix that? How do we make sure there's an emergency fund? We want to make sure whatever we do for you solves the problem. Yeah. So that is kind of an argumentative thing, saying the client doesn't necessarily know what they're looking for, um, but the, I said it in a polite way. Sure. Um, <laughs> that exact sentence, I bet would piss people off for email. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, hundred percent. I can almost guarantee it. I, I I like email just because it keeps everything accountable and keeps everybody on track. But I can I definitely understand how people misconstrue things, right? Yeah, and even the way I write email is very short form, and that's something too where I've gotten um, comments that my emails are kind of short, abrupt. rude, abrupt. But I just go, "Hi, um, please see attached. Let me know if you have any questions, Dave." It's just. Yeah. To me, I don't think I'm being rude, but to them, there's not enough fluff. Yeah. You, you, that doesn't exist in life. Like I've, I've been told, I've been told that my emails are very well written from a <laughs> from yourself. <laughs> Dave read that in his own book. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Magic "Hey, if you enjoy own. this book, uh, please go on this website where you can see a collection of my emails. I have been told that they are very well written." <laughs> I just think that uh, <laughs> no, because I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I, I never take the approach of a of an aggressor in an email, even when you kind of have to be. Um, yeah, but yeah, but even you thinking that I have read your emails, they are not. Yeah, they're well written. They're well backed up. So they're not necessarily polite. Okay, so can you give an example of this one, buddy? Okay, so uh, we had an office in Truro. <laughs> And, uh, Just to give a little context for the listeners here as to where Dave's viewpoint's coming from. <laughs> so Dave and I, uh, we are in the same office building here, but we also uh, shared an office in another uh, town. Yeah. And um, there was another guy there named Derek. I'm going to follow up, give him a shout out. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, so in our office, there was, there was four offices. One was empty. It was smaller. And for some reason, um, um, I'm going to mostly blame Derek. <laughs> It was just he put just put trash bags in it. It was just the garbage room. Okay. So the fourth empty office was the garbage room, and then there was dishes. A lot. Some of those dishes were mine. Maybe most in the bathroom. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. To be very clear, um, bathroom and, didn't look like it was cleaned in like. And I think months. the toilet was gross. It was disgusting. Yeah. So Dave comes in to meet a client. Dave loses his mind. He takes photos. <laughs> he writes his email and he says hello. Uh, <laughs> I was in the office. My clients were here. This is unacceptable. Please see Exhibit A. I attached a photo. It uh, says, uh, I noticed also the fourth office is being used as a trash room. Uh, I repeat. <laughs> I repeat. <laughs> you can't keep your trash in the office. Uh, and it was not only was it very well written, very backed up. There was photos. <laughs> So, yes, your emails are very well done. You put a lot of time into them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't say they were fluffy. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But sometimes you can get away with that in different industries. You can get away with that in our industries to a certain extent. Sure, especially when I'm giving shit to the people that... <laughs> yeah, but you're a travel agent. Yeah. You imagine a travel agent writing the email the same way that I do. It might not be the same. Well, I'll tell you. So... In, 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 in my industry, and this is why I, I, I try to be very understanding in my emails, right? And, and, and I think maybe maybe you'll learn something from this conversation, who knows, and people listening, right, is we're dealing with people that are very emotional, uh, people that are oftentimes stressed about money, very confused about what they want to do. And although 
we are confident we've given them the information. Uh, I think that uh, perception perception is, is relative, right? Their perception of the situation, despite us giving all the information, despite them signing off 10 different, you know, acknowledgements, right, is very different. Um, and so I try to be very conscious of that perception and the fact that not everybody will remember that, you, you know, we covered this, you signed this and, and that and the other, and this has already been explained, you know? Yeah. One, one thing that about... Um, clients with professionals is we sometimes assume that clients know that we're ethical. And I'm not saying all everybody is ethical. Sure. But we assume that. I, yep. I've never once had a meeting with a client where I thought at the end of it, I was like, man, they, you know, they saw the real me because <laughs> I, I, do every, I do it ethically. And if I don't sure. think it's ethically, I don't recommend it. And I've shot myself in the foot with sales plenty of times. So I'll ah, do it yeah. again. We talk about this all the time. Um. But that doesn't mean that we have a meeting, they go out, they talk to their neighbor, they go and their neighbor says, oh, what rate did they offer? You know, two. Oh, I was told you can get better. And just a little comment from somebody that doesn't really know the industry, doesn't know the situation, puts doubt, puts doubt in them. Yeah. And then it goes into more things. Okay. So then you call. I don't pick up right away or something. I'm in a meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you... Uh, or. or like they want to call me yeah, right, and I send them an email or something, but maybe or, what's or trusting or, is more of a phone call. Like, Yeah, or they email you at 8 a.m. You're in back-to-back meetings all day, and you don't get back to them until the next morning, which is perfectly acceptable, but because they already have that doubt, they think that you're ignoring them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so totally. it, it doesn't take much for things to get kind of twisted. Yeah. And another thing, uh, we, s- I am I'm getting better at it, and it's a constant battle, but you... You have to know what is not common sense to people, and then you almost need to take it down another level. So when I I know totally. a lot about mortgages, yeah. Um, so it's very easy for me to talk at a very high level about mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to put myself in the shoes for someone that doesn't know anything about mortgages, and then I, I really should just take it down even further and just really explain it. And and my way of trying not to piss people off is I say, I'm going to pretend you know nothing. It just helps me with my presentation. Totally. Um, but you really need to be conscious, too, of, of, of what you're explaining and how you're explaining it, what words you're using. So it's, it's I, I have a, uh, so today, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook, okay? Um, talking, about, talking about these like little moments of doubt and all this type of stuff, right? So I'm on Facebook, and I look and see a comment on like one of the Ask Nova Scotia groups and it says, you know, if I go bankrupt, can they take my child tax benefit? Right? I actually saw your answer to this. Yeah. Um and and I didn't answer it fully because the answers are significantly more complex than people think. But if you saw the 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 post, everybody was just saying no 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 right and I find that so many people are so certain about their answers uh when they're completely wrong. And again, not that they're necessarily, you know, creditors aren't going to take the child tax benefit, but it's a whole lot more complicating, complicating than that. You know, calculating surplus, it goes into family anyway, blah, 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 blah. I'm not getting into it on here, right? But it just goes to show how this person is most likely going to have a misconstrued view. They're going to meet somebody to talk about this, whether it's us or somebody else. We're going to say, yeah, well, this is calculated on your income and you're going to end up having to pay X amount of dollars. And then they're going to be like, well, that's not what I was told on, on Facebook. Yeah. And then they're going to say, oh, well, these people don't know what they're talking about. They're going to go somewhere else, get told the exact same story, and they're going to realize, oh, okay, well, that first person wasn't screwing me, but because I thought they were bad, I'm going to go with these people. You know? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it having an impact on people that lasts is really important. Yeah. And I've never been able to replace the effect of me having a phone call. Well... I can't replace me. In person is where clients will never leave me. They meet me in person. They think I'm hilarious. It's because of the dungeon. I say all of the stuff. <laughs> the dungeon, like the Red Room paid. Was it? No. <laughs> what are we talking about now? Don't worry about it. We're talking about Fish Shades of Grey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I do it all my clients. So I don't know if I told this before, but <laughs> the uh, I think it was the second version that Fifty Shades of Grey came out, and uh, Robin and I were, and we had a, a Cody box at the that time. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going through like the recently released. We see the second Fifty Shades of Grey. We're like, oh, okay, this is this is cool. So we put it on, 
And we start watching like probably the first half hour of it, 45 minutes of it. And we're like, oh man, this is fucking boring. This is absolute garbage. You know why? Because it was a version that was released in like Japan where they got rid of all of the sex scenes. And just to let you know, Fifty Shades of Grey without the sex scenes is the worst movie in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was funny. I actually had a similar thing where there was a, um, what was it called? Venom. The movie Venom. Yeah. Like the superhero Venom. Yeah. Venom. Was one of my, uh, <laughs> oh, can you say that again? Venom. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of my favorite uh, comic book characters my I whole hate, life. I hated him in that movie, man. Okay. But regardless. Uh, I thought that movie was awesome. No, Guardless, okay? Okay, sorry. All right. Thank Let you. Me, I'll, I'll, I'll leave. Thank you. Um, we can bring Robin back, and you could tell her more about what you said. What you <laughs> um, I looked up the word Venom on my uh, Android box, mm-hmm. and I got some movie that uh, no one's ever heard of, and I've watched half of it. Okay. And I was like, where is Tom Hardy? Where is he? Yeah. I was like, man, they're really like pushing this along. And eventually I realized that it was a completely different movie, but I watched half I watched maybe forty five minutes of this before I realized. Yeah, that, that happened to me with one of the Hercules movies. Uh, which one? The rock one? Yeah. What well, was supposed to be the rock? <laughs> it wasn't the rock. <laughs> it was the pebble. Yeah, man. It was uh yeah, it was just some random movie. It was good. I'm glad I watched it. Change your life. But it's not the movie I was hoping to watch. You liked it because it was more of an attainable body than The Rock? Yeah. Did, did the Rock uh, went on Conan O'Brien and he was telling the story. But he doesn't like to be called The Rock. Can we okay, call him sorry. Dwayne? Yeah, sorry, Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne. Do you know that Dwayne's father uh, was born in Amherst? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he was also Rocky. He was a WWE. You know what? It'd be great to have Dwayne on here. Yeah, Dwayne, if you want to reach out... Um, it yeah. can't be the day that Sarah comes on. Yeah, no. Because uh, she was our first subscriber. But uh, any other day. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not canceling my meetings for you, though, bud. <laughs> yeah, Dave's got values. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethics, morals. Hercules. He's tied. Yes. He's got chains on each arm. And what he's supposed to do, he's supposed to yell, I am Hercules. And he just screams. Okay. So he said he, he's, he's got chains, so he's got nowhere for his momentum to go. He's yeah, yeah. flexing as hard as he can. He's screaming, I am So where Hercules. does all that energy go? And then he faints. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I am Hercules. And, and what is this? Is this actually in Hercules? No, it was when he was filming. Oh, yeah? Because he was trying to do the big thing, and then he rips it up. But he was just like going as hard as he could, and he just fainted when they were filming it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That is funny. That is super funny. All right, what else we got? Uh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the guy that keeps us on. Yeah, 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 you are, you are. Um, stupid ideas. Or do you want to do first impressions? Uh, let's just do stupid ideas. Okay. Okay, so uh, my concept with that was not just stupid ideas in general, but more stupid ideas that we had that we could possibly make money. Okay. That's kind of, so um, I always had these kind of get-rich-quick business things when I was younger. Yeah. It didn't necessarily change. It's just the level of the size of it changed as I got older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, one day I'm going to make $1,000 a month. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to sell like tens of T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so one idea that I had was I had a T-shirt company, a fight brand T-shirt company called Preziador. Okay. Preziador was uh, Portuguese uh, for pleasure and pain. And um, I didn't really think of the S&M context of it, <laughs> uh, but the concept was it was a fight thing. And then it was a big fist, and it said Praziador. And the reason why I did uh, Portuguese, I think, is because it was um, that's the language in Brazil. Yeah. Um, so I went to... Uh, so wait a second. So wait a second. Portuguese. Yeah. From the country of Portugal. Yeah. Is the language that's spoken in Brazil. Yeah, because I don't think Brazilian is a language. I have no idea. Yeah, I think I. I you know what? I'm going to look this up. Okay. <laughs> just, do, just type in main or languages and, and. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to look at some emails first, too. You keep talking, but. <laughs> I'm not to, don't check emails. How much time do we have anyway? Langu- yeah, we, we're, we're 10 2. Okay. Language in Brazil. Brazil. Oh, fuck. Portuguese? Okay, if you're hesitating, that means you're wrong. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> you were so wrong. <laughs> Fucking Portuguese. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> so, Praziador was my fight brand. Yeah. I am not a fighter. I am not trained in anything. I thought... Are you a lover? Yeah, I'm a lover. Okay. Um, the... <laughs> 
So I, but I, I, I was You're no, trying to be cool. I thought I wanted to be cool. Yeah. Um, but I actually wasn't too bad. I went to uh, Palooka's, which was is a, pretty fucking cool. Which was a boxing uh, gym. Yeah. I uh, met with the guy that had the fight store there. Yeah. And they were going to do a whole wall of my brand. They had a fighter that was going to wear my brand. Wow. And then um, he had the fight store was kind of rented in Palooka's. Mm-hmm. And then the owner of Palooka's shut down Palooka's. Oh, wow. Right when I w- we were finishing it. Okay. Um, hmm. So I'm going to say stupid ideas, but I was so close. Yeah, yeah. I was so close to actually having like a fight brand in like Halifax. Mm-hmm. I don't not necessarily think it was ever going to go anywhere. No, because there's like four fighters here. Yeah, but uh, but that was still or like a bunch of passive for like 18. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. I guess on stupid ideas, I thought about having a uh, gumball machine company. Yeah, you'd probably make good money at that though. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I was looking at because I was lazy. Could so I, I tell like, you an idea I had this morning? Okay. Okay, so I've already told you this one, but we're going to tell it for the audience. So this morning, so lately. <laughs> I just remembered what it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so lately, this ties into. Can you just talk about arrogance first? Why? Just, just <laughs> what do you mean? How arrogance kind of uh, changes the way you think about things. Uh, well, I, I think it. I think that, confidence, maybe. Yeah, confidence and cockiness. I think that when you believe you can do anything, you're, you're going to be far more successful at whatever you're going to do because you have no doubt. Okay, so pitch your idea. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so. Robin and I, we've been eating a lot of waffles, and <laughs> and uh, this morning I was like, "Man, I can get a I can get a waffle maker. I don't have a waffle maker. I've been eating frozen waffles." Okay, and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I I can start get this waffle maker. I can start making waffles, and I I can I can have a waffle empire. I can have a a whole store, a shop, a food truck, and we can just sell waffles." Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, that's a waffle idea. Hmm? <laughs> that's not that good okay, it's better than what you can come up with it's <laughs> because you don't try it doesn't mean that your jokes could be funny <laughs> but um, yeah so i think i think that would be a, a good one <laughs> your waffle business yeah like i like it's one like waffle a pan, maker it's like a, at a time it's like a pancake cake house a waffle house okay i don't think businesses like that succeed in nova scotia no i don't think so either you know actually what i really want to do i just want to make a whole bunch of poutine yeah yeah, my, my Quebec friends are gonna fucking hate on me. There's already uh there's already poutineries. Where? Um uh, Woody's. Where's Woody's? Um there was I don't know if it's still it might not be in Woodside anymore, but there's plenty of them in Halifax. There was one in Woodside right, right by your house. Oh fuck. Seriously, I want one so bad. Why are you talking like this? <laughs> the Greenway Buffalo. Maybe you think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the a, a really funny movie is? Is uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Why? Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's so good. I just want to know why. Is there a whispering thing? Yeah, the Great White Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what do you think is the dumbest business idea you ever had other than the waffle? Um, I, don't, I, I don't necessarily know <clears throat> because I don't think any idea that I would consider dumb ever got past the point of like a passing thought. Okay. What, what, what about ones that you put at least a little bit of effort into? Some due diligence effort. Do you know of any? Um, one time I tried to sell mugs, custom mugs. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking pretty dumb. We tried to start a, a um, solar panel company once. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's dumb at all. They're doing really good. Yeah, damn, like really good. <laughs> um, yeah. I um started a blog when I was in my first year of university with Isaac. Yeah, and I um, what was your blog called? I don't remember actually, but it was like um. You just, do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. My blog doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does. So we I found it. We would do big posts. So like mm-hmm. one of my posts is I went into great detail about who would win in a fight, Goku versus Superman and all this different stuff. And I did it with Isaac. And then we had Google ad spend and then we were getting people to click on stuff. Um but I would be way I was way too vocal about click on my ads. And so they banned you. They banned me. Yeah. But like it was fun. Like I actually did quite a bit of content. Isaac did some content. My content was way better. Sorry, Isaac. <laughs> yeah. I am gifted. He is watching these today because he's going to watch my COVID thing. <laughs> he better watch it too. He made a promise. And, uh, and, and yeah, so then I also tried a, uh, um, a T-shirt brand called DC Jokes. Uh, I sold, uh, I made this alien thing on paint. You know, sold what's, a bunch of uh, those. you know what's really funny about blogs? So I had a blog. Guess what okay. the name of my blog was? Guess what I wrote about? Muff Daddy. No. <laughs> no, guess what I wrote about? Um, 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 exchange of currencies. 
Mm, kind of. Investing. I, it was called My Canadian Finances. Okay. And I wrote about Canadian finances. Can you imagine? How, how, how dumb you were then? Yeah, well, yeah, just about me kind of doing what I had to do. And, and it was kind of like these lifestyle type blogs at the time. So you'd do like your network tracking and all this type of stuff publicly and, and write posts about everything from from what credit cards people are using and everything like that. And like at a certain point in time, I had like a thousand visitors a month, which I mean, isn't a crazy amount of traffic. Can you imagine but, what you could do with that content with your brain now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a whole lot different, right? Um, Cause, oh, yeah. Because it's it's not necessarily that the content is any better, but the, you, you are substantially better at getting it out there. Yeah. Well, it's 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 more about how I would go about followings uh, yeah. and and everything like that, right? Like, like you know, use the book for example. I think I've got three hundred fifty likes on my page, of which only a hundred came from my own personal stuff, and so it's now okay, like branding that out. Now, mind you, there's some money behind it, yeah. but it's not like a, an absolute fortune, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 focusing on testing on that and trying to sell books and everything like that, um, yeah. Buy my book, Behavior for Math, available on Amazon, paperback, and Kindle versions. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, buy my book, uh, Farming on a Dime. Yeah. Um, yeah. The <laughs> How the animals perish. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You only have enough money to feed one. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could probably do a little bit because you can probably get an egg from the chicken. So then how? what can you feed with the egg? You could probably make it somewhat sustainable. You have on, to start real small. On though. food, by, on animal yeah. byproducts. You have to start real small, and I think you have to start harvesting animals. One one thing that I would be interesting about some of the ideas, business ideas I tried when I was younger, and I had no money. Can I can I interrupt the conversation? Can Go I tell you it. something I'm sad about? Okay, what are you sad okay. about? In the business center, one of the tenants f- finds a mouse in the wall. Okay, and they drop poison down the wall to kill it. Really? Yeah, it's sad. Oh, yeah. Do you want to light a candle for the mouse? No. Right, no. I'll, I'll do it off camera. I just want the mouse to live. Yeah. I um I don't kill living things. I save slugs. You say? Oh, I walk around, I'll see a slug. The slug doesn't know what he's doing, but he's yeah. in the middle of my driveway. Yeah, yeah. I pick the slug up, I put it on a leaf. Yeah, yeah. And I do that all the time. Yeah. I do that I with worms. It. And if there's a bug in my house, it depends. If it's a fly, I'll kill it. You know, if it's a spider, it goes outside. One of the worst moments in my life is uh my father-in-law was uh, was uh, he had a like a uh, a mole problem in his backyard. I remember. Oh my god. Anyway, so he gets out there and he's like, "Yeah, well, look, we're trapping all these." And I don't know why I'm like okay with a trap because it's like very done, right? Yeah. And uh, these moles are like fucking his yard up. Absolutely a rodent. Shouldn't feel bad about killing them, but. Uh, he hands me a shovel and he's like, yeah, yeah, you, you just go fucking whack those holes a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds good. And so I fucking <laughs> whack a couple holes is a joke, right? And I whack a couple holes. I see a little bit of movement. I fucking stab that shovel right into the dirt and I decapitated the mother. No. I decapitated <laughs> I decapitated the mother mole. I have a kind of a similar story. Oh. There was a mouse in the house. In the mouse in the house. And uh, my mom was like, get the mouse, get the mouse, get the mouse. And I was probably like 14. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. And I grab a broom. Yeah. The mouse running around the living room. So what I'm doing, I start I hit the most with the broom. Yeah. But I'm hitting it with the bristles. Yeah. So then it just starts bouncing. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit this thing 15 times, I think. Yeah. Before it went. And my mom was just like, hit it, hit it. So like, you got enough adrenaline, you can't not. No, absolutely. My moan mom is telling me to hit this most, and I'm just like, I'm a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, was that sad. Yeah. I have another one. Sorry. Did it die? Yeah, it died. Oh, I got another one that's really that's bad. Yeah, this yeah. is probably a bad thing for a podcast. I, no, I get it. Nobody we're, watches. We're, we're, <laughs> we're sad about this. It's not like we're happy about like, I, all this I walked into stuff. the barn. I have barn cats. Yeah. Now they live in my basement. So the basement cats. Yeah, but yeah. I walked in. There's this mouse on his back, just breathing heavy. And I said, <laughs> you poor buddy. I was like, I need to put you out of your misery. I grab a shovel. I think I know this story. This is one you shouldn't share. <laughs> I try to kill this mouse yeah. by like decapitating it. Yeah, probably better ways to do it. It did not die. <laughs> Man, did it suffer more than it ever could have imagined. <laughs> oh no! Talk about good deeds turning bad. <laughs> oh, you know? I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's tough, man. Yeah. What's your last subject? What's our last subject? Uh, give me a second here. I got to check some emails first. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. 
with you. First impressions. Okay. Our first impression important. All right. So first impressions. Um, you fucking ignored my question. Are they important? Yes. They're very important. Okay. How so? But they're not the be all and all. Um, so uh, first impressions, 100% somebody has some type of opinion of you when you walk in the room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, opinion of me sometimes is that I think some people think that I am, uh, they think I'm nice, but they think I'm cocky and they, they kind of have this. Uh, sometimes my first impression at like parties and stuff like that is not always, uh, sometimes a little cocky. What's my first impression? Your first impression, uh, I think you come off actually very likable. So I think weird. I think we're the opposite actually. Because I, I think that I, I'm, 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 I think I'm significantly less likable than you. Yeah, but I think I get better with age. Yeah. And I think with you, you're just like, hey, do you want to hear about my thoughts about masks for COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> it's different, though. In networking, you experience me more in networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to describe networking. It is very easy to be personable in an, in an environment where nobody wants to talk and half the people don't even want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to a networking event, people are there because they feel like they have to. Very few people love to network. Totally. So when you walk in and you're just like, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey what's yeah, up? Yeah. Like, people are just so badly want you to talk to them. At, at events, at parties and stuff like that, it's not necessarily the same, I think. People are a little more clicky. They're actually talking to people. Alcohol is involved. Like, I don't want any of that. I just want to stay at my house. <laughs> yeah. That's I w- all I want. <laughs> I just I just want to stay at my house. Okay, but first impressions. Yeah, I don't want there to be a first. Okay. I want there to be a you, <laughs> you were my first. <laughs> the um, <laughs> um, One thing I want to say about first impressions, though, yeah, yeah. is I think there's a lot of power in just reaching out again oh totally I, i've never i don't hit, hit it on the head in my first meeting but even if you did you're most people including myself are very forgettable i go and i reach out to a realtor hey i'm david clark do Isn't, i think that they're going to remember me five years from now no absolutely not no but you consistently do it first impressions don't matter when you're the only person that's ever reached out to them a second time to a follow-up yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I think as much as people, oh, you got to you know dress nice. No, you just got to be real, and you got to be. You just got to talk to them a lot. Totally, totally. What's your thoughts? I think first impressions matter. Yeah, I want there to be a never impression. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, you're self-employed. <laughs> I know. You know, it's it's. Let's let's talk about this for a second. So, um, I think more so my job than yours. I have to be in front of people all day every day yeah right uh and i find it uh excruciatingly painful to be um what's the word uh uh extroverted essentially during the day because i'm an extremely introverted person it's not that i don't like what i do i love what i do i think it's fantastic i just don't like communicating with people yeah i just want to go home and sit on my ass and yeah. Yeah. No, I like people. But I it doesn't necessarily mean that I was uh good at events. Like you like you you having four or five catchphrases and jokes and you're just like, "Hey, how's it going? Oh, always excellent." You might actually have been better at events than I was when I started where I was so in my head trying to be the funny guy. Yeah. I remember I would stand in a in a circle and uh just rip off one liners. <laughs> no, I would be I'd be in my own head trying to say something really clever. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking and I just wouldn't talk. I'm standing there, okay. All right. Oh, she said something. Okay, okay. What's my jo- Oh, he said something. And then there was another mortgage broker, great guy. He would essentially just come in and be like, "Yeah, with that cherry on top." And everyone's like, "Ah." <laughs> I you you you're you're totally right. I, I think but you've grown into uh to be very quick. And I think you're naturally funny. Uh, for me, it's like very much an effort. Like I actively try to be funny. Um, yeah, but you have to take it down. Like I was at a, uh, a work event 
And um, I don't know how much lower I can get with my jokes, Tim. <laughs> like, yeah, but I think you're funny. So you you try and explain that you're not quick and funny doesn't necessarily. Yeah, but that's to that's me. because I'm funny because you understand the real me. <laughs> and then when I make a joke, you're like, "Holy fuck, man, that's good, dude. That's some good effort." I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that in a second. <laughs> I was at a, a work event and somebody got some couscous thing and it was yeah. or some black rice or something and yeah. I looked at it and I don't know why I was like, "That looks like rat shit." Yeah. Okay. And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "It looks like." rat shit yeah, yeah and then someone's like yeah it does look like rat shit and then i remember golfing the next day someone looks at me they're like rat shit <laughs> that was not a good joke i <laughs> know no no in fact it was probably a little insulting to yeah. ever make that. <laughs> but like you yeah. don't it's just some off the cuff stuff yeah. uh okay so just me knowing you this is why i find you so funny <laughs> as a person um and I, I'm just going to say it, and I hope there's no downfall for this. Sure. We go to a networking lunch. The uh, person that we go with is late. Dave doesn't like lateness. I fucking despise it. You can't handle lateness. You need to be punctual. <laughs> Dave also, regarding lunches, just... I don't fuck around. You're there to eat. You're there to eat. <laughs> you eat, done, and you leave. So he told me, he said, you need to make sure I leave at one. Okay, just because. All right, so I, uh, I go. Okay, so it's getting it's five before I go. We need to get the the bill. Yeah, Dave goes. No, 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 no. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Whatever, Dave. Chill. And I'm like, okay, cool. Another minute passed, and I was like, oh, there's the waitress. I'm gonna go talk to her. And Dave's like, no, no, no. Chill, chill. She'll get to us. And then, uh, and the waitress leaves for 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Can't be seen. Dave's losing his mind. Dave's losing his mind maybe three minutes after my last attempt. Just like, we need to go. <laughs> yeah, but it's like low-key losing it, though. <laughs> yeah, but I can see it so bad. <laughs> but you can see it because you know me. Oh, yeah. I, don't th- I don't think Buddy could have. No one else ever could see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I look at you, and I just laugh so hard because I could see you just twitching. Because like, this is you. This was a different networking lunch. The person's taking a sweet old time eating. Yeah. Uh, and you're... Uh, <laughs> And I he's like, talking. yeah, so I thought maybe you could do that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. No, totally. Yeah, always, always. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is you wanting to leave so badly. The level of quickness that you say something after, you're like, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah wrap I just want to get the fuck out. <laughs> I can't handle it, man. It gives me, it gives me anxiety. I'll tell you, like, the only things that give me anxiety in life are things that shouldn't matter. Oh, yeah. Well, we went to Dairy Queen, <laughs> and uh, we went to the drive-thru, <laughs> and uh, there's a sign there saying that there's no electricity, and it is closed. And Dave just gets so unreasonably upset that he wasted time going to the drive-thru. just wanted some ice cream. And he just yells at it, you're not there, are you? Like, what were you expecting to happen? <laughs> you were so mad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's why I find you funny. Yeah. <laughs> but anybody else wouldn't. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Maybe. Because you really got to get to know me to, to realize that the shit I do is just fucked. Yeah, but I was telling someone today, oh. when I have friends with people, I like to know everything about the person. Sure. You got to get to know them. I think that's how you truly find people funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know kind of the, yeah, the, the dark stuff, the insecure stuff. You know this the way the mannerisms are. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah that's fucking funny. Okay, so we done? I, I, think we're, I, think we're, I think we're done. We're at 103. Okay, so this podcast is uh, brought to you by uh, Lucky Strike Cigarettes. No, it's not. <laughs> I, did it at, get sued. I did it at the end so you can cut it out. Yeah, I know. We're going to get sued, man. This episode is brought to you by the Daves. Yeah, the Daves. The Daves. And, uh, and if anyone's watching, uh, I would like, uh, can we do a poll? Like, how do we do polls? Does that work? No, we're not doing a fucking poll. I want, okay, I, type in the chat below. One, if you like the left Dave, that's, that's this Dave. And type two, if you prefer the right Dave. Okay, who do you think they're going to choose? <clears throat> so. I think you are. I think that. Uh, I think. Funnier. Well, no, here's the thing is that I think there's always the awkward motherfucker that people just naturally like because he's awkward. Yeah. I think that's me. Yeah. Yeah. You're also the one that gets heated the most. So if anything, <laughs> you're the more interesting person to listen to. I don't think so. Yeah, because you just go off sometimes. I don't think I do. All right. It could be another example where I just think you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, two episodes ago on our COVID talk, uh, if you want to listen to uh, an hour and I think eight minutes of me cutting off Dave every uh, <laughs> 20 seconds... It's the episode for you. Yeah, but just to summarize that, you were wearing a mask today, so. Yeah, I know. 
Okay. So follow us on YouTube. Uh, video has come out. No, the audio version comes out Wednesdays. Wednesdays, 4 p.m. Eastern. And then the actual uh, video version comes out on Thursdays. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, we need topics. Like uh, I think we actually reuse topics today. We did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So if we can have some topics, that'd be great. We have a hard time, I think, trying to be a little bit too uh, necessarily deep in like well, because it would be very conversations. Well, it'd be very interesting, very easy for us rather to just talk about money, finances, success, and all that type of stuff because that's literally the stuff we talk about like every single day. But we're not going to have thirty freaking podcast episodes of talking about that. Um, Yeah. So like we're we'll literally talk about anything. You know, you want us to talk about a news article that you find interesting? Put it in the comment section below. All that we ask is we would prefer not to get into really political issues, uh, if at all possible, just because I don't want to. <laughs> Dave doesn't want to ruin his life. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to ruin my life, okay? Because I feel like there's some conversations that no matter if you're right, wrong, for, or against, uh, uh, you're always going to get in shit. Okay, so just to find, end on this note, um, if you put anything in, but just Dave really doesn't want to talk about the fact that he's a flat earther. Yeah, he feels anti-vaxxer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Do a send off. Do a sundial. <laughs> That's a send off. What do you mean send off? That's not my job. That's your job. All right, everybody, stay classy. Yeah. Cheers.